Hi, and thanks for downloading Ideas to Change the World, the podcast of the Socialist Workers' Party. Uh, we'll be bringing you original content and analysis of the social, economic, and cultural questions facing the world today. Hi, I'm Mark Thomas, and in this episode, we're very pleased to be joined by Volkard Mosler on the phone from Germany, uh, and we'll be discussing the rise of Alternative for Deutschland, Alternative for Germany, or AFD, as I'll, as I'll, I'll call them in this, uh, in this podcast, um, and looking at the responses, but both of mainstream politicians in Germany, but also, crucially, of the left and the anti-racist and anti-fascist uh, movement. Um, Volkard, uh, how should you put it? A long-standing revolutionary socialist in Germany. Uh, you're a member of Die Linke, the left party in Germany, which has substantial parliamentary representation. And you're also a member of uh, Marx 21, a, a grouping of revolutionary socialists in, inside Die Linke. Uh, Volkard, welcome, and thanks for joining us today. Uh, um, now, first, I, I, I think it'd be useful for listeners just to take a step back and look at the emergence of the AFD. Um, you know, a, a decade or so ago, it, it could be quite superficial assumptions that somehow Germany was an exception to the general rise of the far right. Uh, Germany was seen as a kind of island of political stability, of consensus, and somehow inoculated uh, from the far right because of the legacy of Nazi crimes and the Holocaust. Um, but the rise of the AFD has been dramatic. Uh, it's launched in 2013. It almost breaks into Parliament that year by the 2017 federal elections, the general election in Germany, it gains, I think, 94 seats. Um, Volker, how, how do you explain the emergence and rise of the AFD? I think there are uh, objective and subjective reasons, uh, objective ones, social ones, which uh, uh, are connected with the big crisis of uh, 2007 and 2009, between 2007 and 2009. Um, uh, an, um social uh, sociologist in Germany, Heitmeier, uh, he, he made investigation uh, in the 10 years between 2000 and 2011 uh, on the rise of racism in Germany. He, he found out uh, by uh, doing uh, polls and, uh, and, uh, and uh, social research that in 2000, uh, between 2007 and 2009, uh, we had an, emer- an, uh, an um, outcoming a growth of uh, an, a, a, a layer of, of middle-class uh, people who, who, who he calls a Wutbürger in Germany. I can't really translate it. The boot is... Uh, um, uh, rage, really, uh, right. ra- enraged uh, middle class, uh, uh, and uh, uh, and uh, he. I think this is uh, quite correct to connect it with this because uh, on this basis, uh, the uh, the in 2013, uh, the founders of the AFD could uh, 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 could rely on, they could build on, and. Uh, uh, this um, is a first uh, condition, really. That's uh, what I call uh, objective reasons. Uh, the subjective ones. Uh, in, in, uh, you, you said uh, Germany was considered as an uh, as an exception uh, at at the time. In a certain way, in, in the first ten years, it was because there was a general move to the left when other countries already moved to the right at the time, uh, and uh, with the rise of the left party. And uh, social protests against the Schröder Fischer Red Green uh, government um, and their attack on the social welfare state. Uh, so, uh, the, and I think what happened is that uh, then in, now, in, two, in 2000, 2010, um, sort of more intelligent people from the middle class and from the upper class uh, thought of stopping this. And uh, uh, the most important figure. Uh, for this counter move, let's say, uh, was uh, a man called uh, Zarazin. He was a banker at the time and a former uh, minister of finance of the red green government, red red green government, uh, with with support of the left party uh, of Berlin. Uh, he was a finance minister in in 2004, 2007 or so. 
So he was not from the right. He was a man. He was a member of the Social Democratic mm -hmm. Party, and he still is actually. Uh, and uh, he wrote a book uh, called the uh, uh, called in German Deutschland schafft sich ab Germany um, abolishes itself. Yes, abolishes yeah. itself. Yeah. So uh, so and it, it it was a real hype. Yeah, the, the whole press. The, the the whole liberal press also, not only the right wing press mm -hmm. and media jumped on it and uh, and and uh, gave him a platform, a fantastic platform. And there was a year or two uh, long debate uh, on his book, uh, which essentially said that uh, Germany is overrun by Muslims and Germany will abolish itself if it doesn't stop Muslim people coming in. Yeah. Even he, he even didn't speak about refugees at the time. Yeah. Um, it, it was a completely uh, anti-Muslimic uh, uh, ideology he, he supported with his book, and he, he sold nearly two two million books. That's a fantastic two amount. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, and uh, this uh, uh, connected also with a ten year. He built also on a on a ten year old uh, campaign against. Islamic terrorism, uh, which started with the Afghan war in, in Germany mm. in 2001. Yeah, so um, so uh, Minister of Interiors of uh, uh, of uh, the Christian Democratic Party right wing uh, ministers who uh, also ran a campaign against Islamism, uh, uh, and every day there were news in the papers uh, saying that uh, there's an Islamic danger really. And so this uh, Sarrazin could build on this, and I think it was quite a conscious affair that uh, he got such a hype uh, by more far-sighted uh, people from the ruling class uh, because they wanted to stop the move to the left. In, in actual fact, I would compare it in a way to the rise of anti-Semitism in 1879, 1880, when a, a very famous, at that, at that time, very famous historian uh, Treitschke, uh, he uh, wrote an article, uh, Germany, uh, uh, the Jews are our, are our da a big danger, and uh, from then on an anti-Semitic campaign started. It was, it was, uh, 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 it was, uh, to, uh, the ruling class then uh, used it to stop the Social Democratic Party, which they thought it was a big danger. So this is very similar to what happened with Sarrazin and the hype around Sarrazin. And uh, he was more successful than uh, at the time Treitschke and uh, uh, with, with their anti-Semitism because then the Social Democratic Democratic Party uh, made a very very uh, good stand against uh, the rise of anti-Semitism and stopped it actually to to uh, uh, to reach the working class uh, and now. Um, Uh, in, in, in 
many towns, even in, also in East Germany, not only in West Germany, Leipzig, for example, there was a huge resistance against um, uh, Legida in Leipzig. Mm -hmm. It was successful, but in Dresden, they were, the Pegida was successful in running mass demonstrations week after week, and, and it, it was it, it it gave the new the right wing of the AfD a platform. This is, uh, so so without Sarrazin, we would not have had Höcke, uh, uh, the leader of the fascist uh, party. He, he actually Björn Höcke, yeah, yeah, Björn Höcke. Uh, he he thanked Sarrazin uh, really? the other day, uh, say without him we wouldn't have been there where we are now. Yeah. So it was a middle class racism, which was and the crisis of 2008-9, uh, the rise of the Arrangé, uh, the middle class Arrangé, um, which gave uh, the uh, first uh, the, the platform to the rise of the AfD, and then within the AfD, with Pegida, the, a racist mask campaign in the streets, the basis of getting a stronghold within the AfD. From the first day yeah. on, the, the new, what they call the new right, or what is called in Germany the new right, um, which is a sort of intellectual scene, if you can speak about intellectuals in the right wing anyway. So anyway, they, they, they had a debate since 2000, uh, the crisis of the Republicana and the NPD, the old fascist parties. They run into crisis at different times uh, in the 80s and 90s. And um, uh, the, Ever since then, the new right had a debate on how to get out of the political isolation. And they built a new uh, speech code. Uh, 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 I would call it like this. Uh, what can you say without getting yourself isolated? Yeah. Uh, to sort of mask and rehabilitate that's fascist right. ideas. Yeah. That's right. So, uh, uh, so uh, one part of them uh, 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 organized around the right wing uh, uh, weekly paper, uh, Junge Freiheit, um, it's called, uh, they, uh, uh, this paper st started in 1990 or so on, uh, from the new, part of the new right. Anyway, they uh, decided to enter the AFD at the time, and uh, they quite consciously did, and there was a rift within the uh, new right. Some of them said, let's join them. Others said, this is too soggy, the whole thing, uh, it right. will not lead to anywhere. So Höcke actually belonged to the to uh, to those people. Actually, uh, they were organized around this Sezession. That's it's a, a paper of uh, the right of the new right. I would say, right. uh, which are the debate is actually about how how fascists can you appear without getting yourself isolated. Yeah. So uh, so uh, Höcke and and the right wing said at the at first. Um, belong to those people of the fascists of the new, of the uh, of the intellectual scene of the fascists who said uh, uh, we will not join. But after some months, they saw that it was very easy to get influence, and they also joined. Then, so in 2013, uh, sh shortly after the AFD had uh, started, uh, the um, well, the the fascists, uh, two groups of fascists entered the uh, AFD and uh, started quite successfully, uh, uh, mainly in East Germany, for reasons which are uh, have to be debated <laughs> on, on, their self, on, on itself, yeah? uh, on themselves. So they, um, they entered them, and uh, ever since then, their influence was on the rise. Yeah. Well, um, I'd, I'd like to sort of explore that a little further um because clearly the afd um has you know radicalized um one reflection of this since it since its emergence is the the original leader bernd lucca that sort of neoliberal figures pushed out uh frauke petri who was then presented as a hardliner in the media but she in turn uh, was pushed out i think she resigned immediately after the 2017 general election and the rise of the people around Bjorn Hocker, uh, I think, organise themselves as the wing, the De Flugel, they call yeah. themselves. Der Flugel, yeah. Der Flugel, yeah. So, how do you um, understand the character of the AFD? You know, it's sometimes presented as simply far right, national conservative. Is it fascist? 
I mean, it, it seems to me it's a, it's a sort of hybrid with a coalition between fascists and national conservatives who are prepared to work with fascists, crucially, eroding their isolation. How do you understand the nature of the AFD as we face it today? Yeah, I think this is a very important question because um, ever since 1945, fascism in Germany had a big problem, uh, uh, and the problem had the names of Auschwitz and Stalingrad. Yeah. Uh, and they were uh, always associ- associated with these big, uh, biggest crimes of history. So, uh, 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 so uh, fascists always, when they were quite uh, even sl- wanted to be slightly successful, they had to build alliance with national with the con- conservatives. Uh, which are more respectable. So uh, the Deutsche Reichspartei in the 50s, the National Democratic Party in the 60s, and the Republicana in the 80s always started uh, with alliances with con- uh, g- uh, groups of conservatives, uh, which they even pushed into the leadership. And always after some time, uh, the rift between those two wings came out to the fore uh, when uh, there was anti-fascism starting. This is very important because it doesn't come in itself. Uh, uh, the, the 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 strife within the alliance of conservatives and uh, and fascists. Uh, it's always started with mass movements starting to stop uh, those those uh, uh, new parties, right-wing parties. And so um, I think uh, in uh, uh, in 2013 the uh, the uh, the um, uh, in, in, the first the first the initial the initial, initial uh, uh, push to build the party mm-hmm. uh, effort to build the party came from ex-Christian Democrats a group of ex-Christian Democrats Luca and uh, Henkel and others and they uh, they uh, built they built the anti-Euro uh, party uh, there was also a, a bit of racism inside I think it was a bit similar to the early Farage in your country, the UKIP, yeah. uh, and um, and Luko was very um, uh, uh, very careful not to let fascists in. Uh, they decided upon a list of 250 organizations and groups of the fascist scene, which were not allowed to become members. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, interestingly, Farage used to expel people who were known fascists yeah, and BMP members before. Also, I mean, uh, in a way, this is very similar to Farage, mm-hmm. I think, what happened then. But in, the, in East Germany, uh, the influence of the, uh, of the fascists from the first start on was much bigger than in West Germany. And it was there where they got hold of, uh, uh, of um, regional parties like in Brandenburg, Sachsen, Saxony, uh, and and uh, other other counties, uh, other lender, yeah. uh, they controlled uh, from the from very early time, I think, uh, uh, or big chunks of the uh, of uh, the AFD. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, Pegida was not. Uh, this was also the basis of it. I, I, the, the street mobilization was also the basis of of this of the fascists. Uh, Entering the AFD, so uh, for example, Gaula, Gauland, uh, Alexander Gauland, he is up to recently, just up to last week, he was the chairman of the leader of the of the party, ex-Christian Democrat, um, and I would say always a uh, man between uh, uh, fascism and right-wing conservative ideas, even in the Christian Democratic Party, he. Um, made a camp- election campaign in uh, September 2014 on an on the anti-muslimic uh, 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 anti-crime uh, campaign uh, which which was uh, completely anti-muslimic from the start he, he sensed that with a campaign around uh, around the ideas of Sarrazin there was the opportunity to start with a new type of racism uh, the anti-muslimic racism and he made a very successful campaign and in three countries in uh, it was in uh, Saxony in in I think in Brandenburg and Sachsen-Anhalt they got uh, between 9 and 12 yeah. percent so this was a, a breakthrough of the right wing of the AFD in East German lender elections 
So this was in 2014, uh, late 2014, uh, uh, sort of parallel to the Pegida campaign starting. And um, uh, half a year later, and 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 they they were got very conscious about their their possibilities to to capture uh, this new party, which was started uh, by right wing conservatives actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, so entering it in East Germany was very successful, proved to be very successful, and uh, two things happened. With this success, they uh, uh, they attracted. A lot of uh, fascists, which were up to then standing apart, uh, so in East Germany, more groups of the fascists joined them, and at the same time, uh, they st- on a national scale, they started to organize against Lucke and the Lucke leadership. So on the party congress in June uh, 2015, uh, they uh, had uh, they prepared by making for this for for the for the attack on the Lukaku uh, leadership, uh, which was very anti-fascist in, in a way. Uh, they started with a campaign, an Erfurter appeal. They called yeah, Erfurter the effort resolution. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the Erfurter appeal demanded uh, you could sign it, and two thousand members of the AfD signed it very quickly. Uh, uh, the most important um, uh, uh, demand was to open the party to the right against yeah. discrimination of uh, of uh, of ideas within the for for democracy within the uh, uh, AFD. So uh, this demand was their slogan, and Luca sensed, of course, immediately what it was, and he built a platform of its own. Uh, but it wasn't uh, very successful. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the Congress itself, you, you got the, the motion of the Air Force Appeal, it was put there as a motion, got, uh, I think, 60%. Uh, so Luca left the party then. He sensed that it was that, it was, he, he, had, he had added. Yeah, And uh, so uh, yeah. this was the first big victory of the right wing. Uh, in a way, um, uh, uh, then the, the refugee, refugee influx and the reaction of the middle classes, uh, which uh, which went uh, also uh, against the refugees, uh, campaign against the refugees, uh, gave also a new platform uh, to to the to the right wing, the fascist wing of the AfD. Uh, but this was only after uh, uh, Luca had been defeated. So. Uh, the, Sometimes you get told the story now that it was the influx of refugees which led to the victory of the uh, of the uh, fascists uh, over Luca. But this is completely wrong because the break was in July or in June actually at the party congress in Essen in 2015, and the refugee in, um, uh, the wave of refugees started in August uh, only. So this is uh, a completely wrong analysis. Yeah. Um, thanks, Volker. I mean, I think, uh, you know, the, the, the thinking about the rise of uh, the Nazi wing around Hocker, the Flugel, um, of course, fascism as a project doesn't simply uh, rely on votes. Uh, they need the votes to gain legitimacy, to enter public uh, discourse, the public debate in a way that they've been excluded from. But of course, their project in the end is also about building on the streets. And I just want to ask you about that because clearly, you know, the kind of votes that the AFD is gaining aren't wildly dissimilar, not not from Hitler and the Nazis in 1932 or so on, but it, their breakthrough in 1930 when they get 18.25%, I think the AFD in the last election gets 126 But it's weaker on the streets. Nonetheless, it, there's a testing of the water, isn't there? The the AFD has organised, I think, a demonstration, I know, in May in Berlin in 2018. I think they've got about 5,000. And, and when the, the sort of open Nazi scene launched uh, a pogrom against foreigners in Chemnitz uh, last summer, the AFD, I think, Hocker took to the streets under their own name as well. So they, they're clearly attempts to build on the streets and, and to test the water. And I wonder if you could just say a bit more about that, Volkan, and what you think the project and strategy is here. Mm. Yeah, you're completely right. That's fascism, uh, you know, is not so much about special ideas they have, uh, like 
uh, Mussolini once said, uh, it's the philosophy of the deed which uh, distinguishes uh, yeah. uh, his movement. So I think it's very important uh, not to search for special fascist ideas because they are not. Uh, you, Christian democratic right-wing people have very similar slogans sometimes on the refugees and so on. So this is... Uh, uh, this is not so much a difference, uh, but uh, really, Erko and his people, uh, the, the wing, uh, from the first day connected with people who tried to build um, uh, 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 a mass movement, uh, a racist mass movement in the streets. So um, one of the intellectual leaders of uh, the wing, uh, of the Flügel, uh, his name is Kubicek. He, he, he runs the paper this, that... Uh, uh, it started also in 2001 from the, the writing of, this, of the Neue Rechte, the New Right. Um, he, uh, he, uh, uh, one of his main uh, pupils, uh, intellectual pupils, is a, an Austrian called Martin Zellner. He wants the Identitäre Bewegung, the Identitary Movement. Yeah, the key allies, aren't they? The key, yeah. And he, 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 he supported Kubitschek. Uh, uh, controls, if you want to say, the German wing, German wing of the identitaire Bewegung, and also he he is the man behind Höcke, the intellectual behind Höcke. So there is a, yeah, the key allies, aren't they? The key, yeah. the, the key of the combination of uh, building what I call the SR light uh, of the identitaire Bewegung in the streets. Mm. Uh, on the on the other side, uh, the parliamentary wing uh, with Höcke as a leader. So. Um, and Höcke also himself uh, well, is quite conscious of building uh, 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 building movements, uh, 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 showing showing their strength in the streets. He knows uh, that he uh, and his fascist wing uh, uh, had had the support of the Pegida movement, and he connected yeah. with the Pegida movement quite and Gauland also uh, against then also against uh, um, also against uh, uh, Petri. Uh, after the split with uh, Luca, she was a leader. She 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 said we must not uh, stand with Pegida in the streets. Uh, Höcke did so quite consciously. Just broke with all all um, all decisions of the party on this question, and he, he opened the party to the right in, the, in that sense. And he himself called for mass demonstration in Thuringia in Erfurt. He, he ran several demonstrations. In 2016, 2017, he called for mass demonstration against refugees and against Islamization, uh, uh, and he had 10,000 people there in right. Erfurt with, with people around, not organizing nationally but locally. So this was a very successful mass campaign, mm -hmm. and um, this was very dangerous. Uh, we saw we saw at the time that this was becoming very dangerous and we have to do something. We reacted to, to this with the building of the uh, um, of uh, AGR, uh, the movement against racism, uh, stand up against racism. Austrian gegen racismus. Austrian gegen racismus, yeah. 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 Um, so it's a kind of, uh, even if they can't yet mobilise the kind of forces that Hitler had in 1930, I think he had 100,000 in the SA. Yeah, You're saying yeah. it's what well, you call uh, SA light, it's trying to lay the embryo at least of a future right. serious paramilitary statement. It's important to see the connection. Yeah. Yeah. It's very important to see the connection. It's, it's also a personal connection there with Kubitschek being uh, the link between the two. Yeah. So, uh, of course, uh, what I said about uh, Auschwitz and, and uh, Stalingrad is still there. They are very careful not to uh, build uh, uh, the uh, uh, identitary uh, movement uh, uh, as a wing of the party, but they are controlled by people who are around the party. They need, don't need to be an official wing. Uh, and so you, you, have to, uh, you have the attempt of building this, con and the difference between Pegida and the identitary movement is that the identity movement has membership and has also a disciplined uh, right. uh, way of acting. So it's more structured, more of a cadre yeah, organization. It's, it's an organization mm. uh, which is organized uh, as a leader with a completely authoritarian structure from from head down. So 
so they don't have a mass movement, but we still have to take them serious because uh, uh, they try to to build from Pegida and ma- ma- movements in the streets uh, to build a more organized and disciplined cadre of street fighters. Um, well, um, on that note, I think it'd be good to to because uh, I think you're absolutely right. I have to take it very seriously. Um, what has been the response? Let's before we move on to the left. Uh, what, what's been the response of mainstream? politics uh, of the Christian Democrats and of the the Social Democrats, the equivalent of the Labour Party here. What's been their response? How do they try and grapple with the rise of the AFD? Um, Of course, the Social Democratic Party uh, uh, lost lost voters and uh, Christian Democrats even lost more uh, voters uh, uh, to to the AFD. So uh, uh, they, I think, one reaction was to stop more more refugees coming in, uh, because they had the analysis it was a refuge, what they called the refugee crisis, uh, that had led to the rise of uh, of the AFD, which is completely wrong, as I showed you, even from the time, yeah, from the t- time. Uh, um, what you call it, calendar. Yeah? Uh, it, it, it was completely wrong uh, analysis, but they still uh, had this uh, uh, approach and uh, but moving themselves to, to the right, uh, stopping more refugees coming in. This was one reaction. The other was of trying, by mainly by the right wing of the Christian Democrats, the Christian Social Union, with uh, the Minister of Interior, Seehofer from from the former leader of the CSU, the Bavarian part of the Christian Democrats, um, uh, he he ran a campaign uh, from 2016 to 2000, uh, uh, not, yeah, to summer 2018 uh, against Merkel. Actually, her being too soft, yeah. and he 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 trying to implement his. Uh, approach that you, you had to overtake uh, the AFD by being more right-wing than the AFD. Yeah. So um, his uh, complete, his his verbal uh, um, attacks on Merkel and at the same time warning against criminal criminals coming in, uh, criminals coming in as a minister of the interior of the, of, yeah. of the government. Of the right wing of the Christian Democrats, actually. Yeah, yeah and Seehofer says, isn't he the man that says uh, immigration is the mother of all problems in Germany? Yeah. That's him, yeah. That's, yeah. that was the height of the campaign. This, what he said, I think that he said it in 2000, in summer 2018, yeah. uh, uh, some months before the Bavarian elections. Interesting thing is, in the Bavarian elections, the Christian Socialists, Social Union, uh, lost. About three times as many votes to the Green Party than to the uh, AFD, right. and this led to a crisis of Seehofer. He yeah. became very moderate, and he he had to step back as a leader of the Christian Social Union, uh, 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 replaced by a man called Söder, who attacked uh, the AFD as Nazis, right. which is completely different story uh, yeah. from from Seehofer. It showed that they, that they they saw some of them. The more intelligent people saw that his attempt to overtake the Christian, the AfD, uh, by becoming more right wing than them, mm-hmm. uh, had failed completely. Yeah. On the contrary, had given a new boost to the AfD. Yeah, yeah competing with them, making concessions yeah. doesn't undermine them. It, it yeah. legitimizes them further. That's right. Yeah. And the and the response of the Social Democrats, do they have they participated in in mobilizations against? I would say the left wing of the of the uh, Social Democrats started to support Aufstinking uh, Rassismus. The young socialists, for example, uh, they, they signed the appeal. They are not very active on it, but still very important that they are there and they they support it. And uh, I think just recently, I think since about uh, last, uh, the, the events of Chemnitz changed. The turning point. Changed a yeah. lot. Uh, uh, there was, I mean, with this uh, wave of, uh, uh, this sort of pogrom-like atmosphere, uh, which the AFD spread in Chemnitz for weeks at the time, hunting 
foreigners in the streets. Uh, this uh, uh, led to a new uh, wave of resistance. The expression was the, the biggest demonstration against the right in Berlin or from unteilbar, undividable, I think it is. Indivisible, I think, mm -hmm. I, yeah. yeah. Uh, so um, uh, this was, I think, on the 12th of October uh, 2018, with a quarter of a million people. Uh, this was, this made it, This demonstration made a big change. Yeah. It was, and it was also the expression of a of a new wave of resistance against the, what I call the fascization of the uh, AfD. Yeah. yeah. Anything came next? Also, the, over there, then bigger parts of the social democrats uh, moved uh, to anti-racism and to resistance than they had done before. Uh, I mean, the, the impression I had is the. I mean, obviously, that was about the the, the horror people, what they saw in Chemnitz. Um, and, and probably people in, in Britain, if they follow events, will have seen that massive demonstration in Berlin. But 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 equally, in, in, in smaller towns and other cities, I get the impression that more and more attempts by the AFD to have public meetings, uh, presence on the streets, election campaigns met with um, resistance and uh, even attempts to shut down public meetings and deny them public space, understanding they weren't just another right-wing party, but a, a deadly threat. And it, can you just perhaps talk about the evolution of the anti-fascist movement? I, I mean, I saw, I think, on your Facebook post that when the AFD had its uh, federal conference in, in Brunswick um, recently, there was a mass blockade in the mornings. And it feels... That it's, the movement's become more um, more determined and more more of a grasp of the nature of the threat that the AFD represents. Yeah, I think uh, uh, you're right that uh, uh, the the, the uh, I would say the the rise of the uh, an anti not only anti-racist but also anti-fascist organization mm -hmm. is there's a, a, a difference and it's important to see the difference between a purely anti-racist against the right movement and with a, a developing into more and more an anti-fascist movement. It, it connects with the real, real uh, uh, fascization of, uh, of the AFD, with the, with the Höcke flügel becoming stronger and stronger. So, so the Brunswick uh, um, uh, uh, party congress of the AFD is the and the resistance against it is the uh, result of a development which started, I would say, in the spring summer 2018 with mass demonstration in Berlin. We had in I think in June or the first days of June, yeah, I was still about uh, 70,000 people demonstrating against the uh, demonstration of the AFD at the time, uh, which pulled only 3,000 or 4,000, which is still a lot, but uh, 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 the counter-demonstration was uh, 10 times as strong. Um, it, it wasn't as determined uh, as the one, ones in, in Dresden in 2010 and 11 when the NPT was stopped by mass Uh, movement against their street mobilizations in Dresden at the time, uh, uh, which uh, it, it, the NPD was stopped successfully by mass mobilizations in the streets and resistance in the streets. Uh, but uh, still, uh, a change of the mood, the 70,000 in June showed a change of mood and a rise of the, of the, uh, of the resistance against the, um, against the AFD. So this started in summer. Uh, and the peak was, uh, as I said before, the demonstration, the quarter of a million demonstration of uh, Undivisible uh, in 2000, in October. And uh, I think the demonstration of Berlin changed the mood also of parts of the liberal press, because up to then, the reports when, uh, like, uh, uh, say there are so many refugees coming in and there is... Uh, Uh, a big, a big anxiety of the population that we will be run over by refugees and we have to do something about it. Yeah. This was a general mood of the press, and that's why we have to take the sorrows of the people who vote IFD very serious. So this was a story which was told even by the liberal press, and ever since the quarter of a million demonstration, and and connected with this, the rise of the Green Party um, uh, in, in elections. Um, 
uh, it showed that uh, uh, the truth was not not that what was told by the press. Because uh, suddenly, uh, with the with the rise of the Green Party and with the rise of mass demonstrations, uh, the um, uh, the uh, people who would support refugees, the Green Party, there are problems with their stand, but nevertheless, they were, they belong to those people who said refugees are welcome here. So uh, this uh, um, this happened in autumn 2018, and ever since then, the counter movement has been on the rise. And I think what happened in Braunschweig, uh, uh, I was there, and uh, there were about 20,000 there, which right. was more than double. Of the, the numbers which we had in Anova two years ago, when the last election uh, Congress of the AfD had had, had election of their party leadership, so uh, so this uh, twenty thousand, uh, I was there also in the uh, with the people occup on the occupations uh, on the entrance in. So in the in the morning, people tried to blockade the yeah, entrance points. Yeah. I several thousand in the morning oh. trying to blockade. Uh, so this was, uh, and it was not only the black bloc, the autonoma, mm. yeah, which in, in 2000, 2017 in Hanover, uh, they they were the only ones who would blockade. And uh, I would say we would, wouldn't be against it, but there was not, uh, I would say to, to make an attempt to blockade a whole uh, 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 party conference of a party like the AfD needs uh, uh, more mass support. So, yeah. uh, and this uh, can be only be built if you have um, uh, the the if if you have more people to see that there is a danger of uh, the AfD becoming a uh, very successful fascist party. This is exactly what happened since uh, summer 2018. Yeah. So the. The blockade was not successful in the sense in Braunschweig that we stopped the party congress, but the delegates had to move in and were spit at and were hailed at, and this was quite uh, impressive, I think. And also the rally, the, I, I looked at the demonstration from the first to the last row, and I, it was the, the anti-AFD demonstration which the strongest anti-fascist expression I had experienced. And, and just perhaps the last question. I mean, so we've got these two trends of the what you've described as the uh, fascization of the AFD and a rising and increasingly focused anti-fascist movement that's really trying to target um, the, the AFD. What's been the impact of the anti-fascist protests on the AFD itself, do you think? There are tensions inside it. I think uh, the uh, uh, immediate impact of the Berlin demonstration was uh, uh, two. First, the Social Democrats, ministers of Interior, uh, started to uh, to uh, 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 call the uh, intelligence service to watch parts of the AfD, the Flügel. Yeah. Uh, it was a uh, Social Democratic minister of interior of, of Lower Saxony, actually, who started that. And uh, the next step was uh, that Seehofer had to get rid of uh, his um, leader of the uh, of the uh, Secret Service, the, the CSU. What, what you call it, the, the M- MI5. Yeah? Ah, okay, the head of the yeah intelligence service. Yeah. Intelligence service. So. In Germany, when, when uh, the intelligence service uh, gives out reports every year about extremism, so uh, Marx 21 would be co- uh, on their list. Yeah. Uh, uh, but they now put uh, uh, the flügel of the AFD uh, just recently on, on their... But the, and the head of the intelligence service was seen yeah. as too friendly. Oh, official report, yeah. yeah. And um, so they call about... They speak that they had to watch parts of the AFD because they are, they are, the fascists had been on the rise there. So and this was a uh, this was also a reaction um, uh, regrouping the leadership of the secret of the MI5 of our MI5 or Verfassungsschutz yeah. uh, it's called yeah protection of the basic law. Yeah. Um, so uh, and um, and then. Uh, uh, the uh, the other reaction was by uh, this was uh, started by social 
democratic lender ministers, uh, minister of interiors, uh, but it was is now the official line of the secret service in in the federal state. Uh, so uh, and and the the other was about uh, what was the other question? The social democrats. Um, well, I suppose it's it's the tensions that have emerged inside. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So so uh, ever since then, uh, it, a day after the. Uh, Berlin uh, uh, demonstration, Gauland, uh, stood up in a party conference in Berlin, uh, the then leader of the AfD, uh, stood up and said uh, there is no place for, for Nazis in the party. He right. said that be- the first time at the time. He himself is a Nazi, I think. Yeah. Uh, so, But uh, he made this statement and he forced also Höcke to, to say it at the same time. Höcke in a, in a party congress in Thuringia on the same day, said the same words, which is unbelievable, because he is the leader of the Nazis. So, and anyway, these are new soundings, no new verbal dis- differentiations yeah, uh, against against fascism. So, uh, this was a reaction on the successful counter-mobilization already, and against uh, the move of them being watched by the intelligence service. So, uh, ever since then, they, there was a struggle between the conservatives, the, conserv- the, the struggle between the conservatives, uh, national conservatives, what I call the national conservative wing, uh, around Moyton. He is, was re-elected as a leader now, and uh, Höcke, on the other, uh, the leader of the of the wing, the fascist wing, uh, was on the rise. So, in uh, uh, the first half of 2019, um, the Moyton. Leadership, the, the national conservative leadership of the party, uh, which controlled the national p- party uh, con- uh, leadership at the time, um, uh, uh, expelled several leading members of the of the wing yeah, in in West Germany and also in Mecklenburg-Vorpommern of in East Germany. Five or six leaders of them were expelled from the party because of their attitude to the Holocaust. Right. So. Um, Jörger uh, reacted to this. Uh, he had a rally of his wing. It's called the Kyffhäuser meeting. They meet every year in, in Thuringia. Uh, um, Kyffhäuser is an old castle, uh, which is a myth around it. The right wing always had their Kyffhäuser meetings since 1880 or something. So he built it uh, on, on this tradition. Uh, and uh, in, in, in this rally there, there were 800 of his followers. He promised that he will topple uh, the leadership of uh, the, the present leadership uh, of the party. And, um, and he also stood like the Führer. And he, he, he came into the Congress uh, with, with flags flying and mm-hmm. he was sort of established as a new leader of the party. And, and he also said, I will become the new leader by, uh, by autumn when, when the next leadership elect, election leadership will take place, place in Braunschweig. But then something important happened. It was uh, Gauland who uh, forced Höcke uh, to take a step back. Uh, so the Braunschweig Congress led to uh, a strengthening of the of the uh, of the it's, it's a, a contradictory uh, result. On the one side, side, Höcke was not successful in toppling Moiten. Moiten got re-elected with 69 percent. He, this was not Höcke's position in, in June. He wanted to topple him uh, because of the exp- expulsion of leading members of his of his of his wing in the West. So um, uh, he uh, so he uh, 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 was not successful in c- catching the leadership of the party. This is still controlled by the Moiten National Conservative wing. I think it's very important to see that that. Uh, uh, it was Höcke who had to cave in, to cave in, and it was Gauland who forced him to do this. Right. Uh, and uh, uh, Gauland made a, an alliance with Moiten uh, uh, to uh, keep the national conservatives inside the party, because his analysis is, uh, if we get rid of Moiten now, this will uh, weaken us in West Germany to such a degree, it might lead even to a split of the party, we cannot afford this, and therefore the speed uh, with Höcke, which Höcke tries, 
with, with a bit switch hacker tries to get control of the party, uh, become the leader of the party, would destroy the there was, would be the danger of uh, of the destruction of the party, and this is this is nothing which is self understanding. It is a result of the successful mass resistance against the uh, uh, fascization of the of the AFD. So the, you, you get a glimpse of how a, a mass mobilization that really begins to identify the the rise of the fascists and 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 really start to target the AFD as an organization and try to drive them you get a glimpse of and it, um, it's a tough battle ahead and it's just begun but you get a glimpse of how yeah. they can be broken up and, uh, and, and and defeated it reminds me of the uh, situation we had been in as revolutionary socialists uh, in the late 80s when the, with the rise of the republicans it took us four or five years yeah. Uh, to uh, explain to the general left that this was not just the national conservative Schönhuber was not a, he was an SS leader, the leader of the Republicans. Then uh, uh, it took us five years uh, to um, to to uh, um, to explain to the general left uh, uh, that there was a danger of fascism rising again, a fascist force starting to rise. And uh, in 1992, 93, there was a big uh, counter movement and the general, the general sense that uh, the Republicans, after all, are a fascist organization. But it took some time. Yeah. And I think the same happens now, uh, that uh, uh, we were successful in the sense that now uh, um, uh, a, a much bigger part and even right-wingers like Söder, the leader of the Christian Social Union called, uh, and other Christian democratic leaders called Höcke and their followers uh, uh, Nazis, uh, so dirty Nazis, one of them called Höcke in Thuringia, the leader of the Christian Democrats in Thuringia in the last election campaign called Höcke a dirty Nazi. So this is, uh, this is a, a big success, I think, of, of, uh, of the, our attempt uh, to explain the true character and the fascization of uh, the AFT. Well, thanks, Volkard. I think that's a good place to leave it. Thanks again for, for joining us and sharing these insights. And uh, thanks to you for listening. And look out for further episodes of Ideas to Change the World. If you enjoyed what you heard and would like to join the Socialist Workers' Party or find out more about us, you can go to swp.org.uk. If you'd like to get in touch, you can find us on facebook.com slash socialistworkersparty, on Twitter at swpbritain, Instagram is socialist underscore workers underscore party, and you can subscribe to our podcast on all major podcast sites, including Spotify, Deezer, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spreaker and iTunes. Thank you.